to a oh. good start. Oh, hello. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? Who am I? <laughs> um, um, in fact, that is our seriously. friend. Tell me. <laughs> that is our front of the podcast and good in real life friend. Drewby. Hello, Drewby. That's on my birth certificate. <laughs> Drewby? Yeah. The Drewby. I've officially the changed my name. It's Drewby. Uh, um, I'm super glad that you were on the show. Yeah, you you have been around for a long time. I don't know why that came out like that, but you've been our friend for a very long time, and I'm you've surprised around, that, it's, you know. yeah, that it's taken this long for you to be on the show, but you had an idea that you were excited about, and here we are. Yes. Yeah, you know, I'm typically podcast shy. <laughs> well, Most in people fact, are podcast shy. I'm kidding. I'm fine. So Dave and I both forgot that... Yeah. This was my week, yeah. and I have the research all done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was ready to do it last week, but then I worked like an hour and a half longer than I was scheduled to because yeah. it just happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got home and like ate, I was like, "It's gonna be way. It's we're gonna be starting way too late." And it was just too much. I had so much other stuff to do that we decided not to do it. But then in the week. Since then, we both completely forgot yeah. that it wasn't his week. Yeah. So he thought he had to do research. Yes. I thought he had to do research. I thought I had to do a news <laughs> quiz. And then you're like, hey, I'm going to come on the podcast. <laughs> and we're like, great. We don't yeah. have to do all that. Yeah. And then we're trying to discuss what number episode it was. And I'm looking at my notebook. I'm like. Shit, we never did that episode. <laughs> we never like, did that episode. Half convinced we have. I was like, you're sure we haven't done it? No. No, I just thought about doing it very hard. Slacker babies. Yeah, well, so. Because okay, I saved you both. Yes, yes. you did. <laughs> yes. So next, next week we'll do the episode that was going to be this week. Not only did you save us both, but then you brought fucking Ruben. You brought casserole. us a casserole. Yeah. Oh. So, and just just to anyone who in the future wants to be on the podcast, there is a new bar and it's a casserole. I'm sorry. You gotta come. You gotta come with the research and some kind of casserole. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Requirements. Actually, you know what? You're joking. I think that's a really good idea. It should be a rule of thumb. Cater I mean. to us. Yes. If you're going to come by, just, you know, don't be a dick. Bring a casserole. Yeah, bring well, food. You know, we're doing them such a big favor, letting them come on our podcast. <laughs> Which no one listens to. <laughs> we have absolutely zero pull. <laughs> come on. Ones of people are listening. <laughs> Um, ones of people. Ones of people. <laughs> so, so let's let's uh, let's talk about things. What things? Um, Do you got well, something? Well, we we both plus Drew, <laughs> all three all of, of us. us. <laughs> my brain is like broken in a good way. It's pretty good. All right. Yeah, I know um, that. I didn't take no, my Adderall we... today, so. <laughs> <laughs> Same. 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 So we all attended our friend, Chris, our friends Chris and Trish, their wedding this mm-hmm. weekend. And we talked about it in detail earlier, but I wanted to mention it on the podcast. Chris has been on. We've talked about Chris and Trish before because they're our good friends that we see all the time. Yep. They're currently on their honeymoon in Disney. Yeah. Having a blast and posting lots of really cool pictures. He sent me a picture of Wagyu steak that he ate. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, he said, 
I can't remember exactly how he described it. I think he said something like, it is unreal. It literally melts in your mouth. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Just reading Sounds that. Sounds fantastic. Oh my god, I want some. Um, it looked great. Chris Brady, if you're listening, bring me back. <laughs> bring <laughs> some back. I'm going to need you to put that in a Ziploc. <laughs> like a weak old plane. piece of Wagyu. <laughs> I'll eat it. I don't give a shit. Um, so yeah, we had a great time. Their wedding was beautiful. It was a lot of fun. Even being in the wedding, like sometimes when you're in the wedding, mm-hmm. it can be super get like, stressful and yeah. there's lots of stuff to do, but it was a great time. Yeah, it was. Um, and the venue was beautiful. So freaking cool. I loved it. I loved I was sitting there at like when the sun was setting. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, oh, it was yeah. just so nice. Like over the water. Oh, it was, That's the it was thing pretty. Is, they were right on Lake Erie in Painesville Township at the, at the Painesville Township Park. So like the, you get the enormity of the lake there mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and the beauty of the sunset and all of that. And mm-hmm. just the and then inside the venue itself, it was so nice. All of those cranes that were folded are like, <clears> in, you know, that were folded. You did 300 cranes at least of these cranes. <laughs> mm, which, by the way, looked awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank many you. Many people said that. Um, <laughs> many. Many. I, I took like many. tally of boats. Like, <laughs> there was a lot. Uh, I, I precisely counted. I said I it precisely counted and it was many. I know you told me to my face at least two and you told Dave to tell me once. I wrote so. down the names of the people that didn't say it and I'm going to visit them. <laughs> well, the funny thing Some is... a sternly worded letter. Yeah, right. It took <laughs> It took us a long time to, like, even though the folding did take a long time, but it was done over, like, the course of yeah. a year. It was the stringing them and hot gluing them in place that took a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the one day that we spent the majority of time doing it was a Sunday when we would normally be hanging out anyway, so you wouldn't right. some of it. Yeah. But it was chaos. <laughs> yeah, it was. You didn't. You came towards the tail end of it too. It was oh worse God. earlier. Yeah, it was but just, at one point it was just like cranes everywhere. The entire house is covered with fishing line and paper cranes and hot glue and, hot and like glue. sitting on the floor. My legs are asleep. We, and we you don't realize running. you don't realize how many. A thousand paper cranes. Right. Until you count how many strings you have to put together, and you're like, oh, shit, what'd I do? Yeah. So that we, was crazy. It was. We spent a long time doing that, and at the end of that day, and it wasn't even done after that day. We mm-hmm. we put more work in after that, but her uh, Trisha's stepmom was like, if I don't get compliments on how beautiful this is... Uh-oh. I'm going to murder someone. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember telling her, like, oh, don't worry. I'll make sure people tell you. And she was like, well, I, you can't tell them to tell me. I'll know. I'll know. And I'm like, okay, you won't You won't know then. No. Like, I'll make sure you don't know somehow. The thing is, it, she, the stress was getting to everybody. But on yeah. the day, once it was all done, once the reception was happening, yeah. everybody had fun. Yeah. Everybody had fun. And I told Chris and Trish, I'm like, you're going to have so much fun. Yeah. But it was so stressful, yeah. as these things are, are, that they yeah. they were convinced, at least Chris was convinced that wasn't going to happen. But it did. Uh, the poor guy texts me, like, the like Friday. Yeah. And he's like, I am getting a cold sore. Kill me. Oh, God. <laughs> The, the day before the, the wedding. Morning oh, of, the morning of, he, like, texted some of our other friends who were also in the wedding. They were at the breakfast at the same hotel. Yeah. He texts them. He's like, can you just... Or maybe he was sitting there with them. No, I, I, don't, I, I can't think, remember I for sure he either. Them, but he's like, can, can you just 
tell me that everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those those two. Really and then he had also he had like mild food poisoning from like some seafood they ate like yeah. a day or two before, like was, on was, the day of his wedding. It was the night so before. So many bad things. The night before he had thrown up. <laughs> and he, he, the way he describes it, he's puked. He's on his knees in front of the oh. toilet, and he's just punching the ground. Like, I think that no, was, I think that no. was, I think that was the morning of actually. No, that God. was. It was the morning of. Yeah, it was. It was. You're right. It was yeah, the morning so he's of, like in a home in, in a yeah. Home Depot bathroom. <laughs> You're right. Violently throwing up. <sighs> that poor son of a bitch. Yeah, you know what? Not to completely like reverse course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah. Scott and I went down to that little pier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After the res- I, after I the, yeah. later visited that, but <laughs> don't remember too much of it. Other than upsetting a fisherman. I upset a fisherman possibly. He didn't say he was upset, yeah. but I was very concerned that he was. Well, you know what? I drunk, hope he, I hope he listens to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> drunk drunk Christine He'll understand. is he will. you know, she's very concerned about upsetting fishermen. <laughs> You were so just. Oh, that's. I don't think you actually said that, but that's what I'm going to choose to remember. I know. I think. I think what I said at first. I kept asking, "Do we know him?" And Jen, who was with us, who was with me, is like, "No, we don't know. He's just a fisherman. He's oh my goodness, some guy fishing." And I was like, "He interrupted his fishing, never, <laughs> <laughs> or something along those lines." Holy I was shit. like, "Oh, but oof, Drew, oof, you oof. said you went down to the pier. What yes, did you what do? did you do? Did you you did not fisherman? upset a fisherman. <laughs> no, I don't no, think. there was no fisherman at that time. Thank God. But um, <laughs> so Scott and I are down at the pier, and it's like really pretty. Like I'm noticing like all the waves and how big they are, mm-hmm. and like I'm looking at the rocks and the waves crashing against them, That's, and like yeah, really nice. Yeah, it's like so romantic, and yeah. there's like this green moss. Yeah, and then I look out and I see this shape <laughs> in the water oh, and I'm like what the hell is that Scott's like I don't know he's like I think it's a t-shirt <laughs> I'm like no I know for a fact that t-shirts sink because I lost one of my friend's pocket years ago so that is not a t-shirt okay turns out it was a dead duck <laughs> oh, no. oh Lake Erie disappointing us once again uh, thank you Lake you know what Lake Erie That's great. never never change <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that was. If fun. Lake Erie doesn't perfectly dis- <laughs> like describe us, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It really like, is. You're really great so much of the time, but then there's just there's just one flaw that you yeah. just kind of can't get past. We couldn't we couldn't have a lake that more accurately represented what a what what a weird people we are, <laughs> and our rivers that catch fire, in our oh, all of our weird stupid our Elliot Nesses. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't know. We we uh. Yeah, we sure deserve Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our Ezekiel Elliott's. Zeke. Zeke. Is he still in Dallas? Shit, I don't know. I think he went to Dallas. He did go to Dallas, and I think they did. Uh, I don't want to say anything like that. I don't think is true, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm undecided on you this. Could, you, <laughs> could add, you, you could add allegedly to anything, and, <laughs> okay, it, and it becomes okay. okay to say allegedly. Right, allegedly, he's at Dallas. <laughs> allegedly. 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 You could say allegedly, and then just anything else that follows is like not like it's, it's not libelous game. or slanderous or anything. 
I'm gonna yeah. write that down. Like allegedly, the president eats babies. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You have to say allegedly. Allegedly, like Squirrely Dan. <laughs> like Squirrely Dan from right. Letter Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, like you do. Allegedly. Um, do we have anything else? That was really like the big thing. That for, like, occupied the last of weeks. so much of my time and headspace the past yeah. couple weeks because I was still finishing crafts. There were so many cranes and things like. Yeah. So it that that's all I got. I, 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 I told really. Chris and Trish like after when we saw them the day after the wedding, like we pulled up to their hotel. They were up. They were out in the parking lot getting ready to leave. We were bringing him the rest of his clothes. Yeah. And they, he got out of the car, and I, we're talking, and I see him and Trisha, and I'm like, I told him later. You guys look like you de-aged five years. Yeah, <laughs> just like just with so the relaxed. stress of the wedding behind you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's so dramatic. The change. oh, and also e- excitement because they were about to go on like a week or a so long vacation. vacation. So Fucking yes, <laughs> and eat wagyu beef. Oh, yeah, and look so at jelly. Disney Castle. I know I'm for so a fact jelly. they Me got too. quite a bit of like. Disney bucks for oh, the good. bridal shower and probably more for their actual wedding. Hell yeah. So, and then on top of what they already budgeted to spend, so no dollar fucking eating Wagyu beef. <laughs> <laughs> he told me, he looked at it, he's like, it's a... Pricey, but we're just <laughs> drunk enough to do it. And I'm like, fucking go yes. for it. How many chances How do you many, get? To yeah, do this? when Not are you lot. gonna get to do it? And the thing is, it's real wagyu beef. Not only is oh. it wet, because you know you see, you see wagyu beef, but it's never oh, yeah. really wagyu beef. Yeah. The the chefs at the restaurant that they're mm-hmm. at gave to them as a gift for their wedding the certificate that comes with the beef. Aww. With the signatures and all the <laughs> shit. It's really weird, but very sweet. <laughs> the thing is, it's awesome. Like, there's one of those per however many steaks, right? That's crazy. For yeah. your wedding, so they each come we give you this beef yes. certificate. <laughs> like, <laughs> beef certificate. You get a wedding certificate and a beef okay. certificate this Trish. week. Trish. If you listen to this, I know you want to make a shadow box. You got to put that beef certificate in your shadow box. I told him he's got to frame it and then put it up on his office wall. Oh, yeah. That's yes. awesome. Yes, like, he should. Because then forever you can be like, not only do no, I eat Wagyu No, that's living beef. room wall stuff. That's living room not wall stuff. Not only did I eat Wagyu beef, I ate that Wagyu beef. Signed by this Japanese man. Authorized on this date. So you know it's legit. It's legit. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty awesome, it's actually. Cool. Anytime a chef does anything for you at a restaurant, like mm-hmm. specifically for you, I always feel like very honored. Yeah. yeah I've been weird, in like a nice restaurant in the middle of the day when no one's there and the chef is bored and they just like made us a special amuse bouche. And they're like, <laughs> I made this for you. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. That's so nice. And I'm like, that guy's just so bored back there. But it's like really nice. Well, how did you know? I love amuse bouche. Amuse bouche. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm amused by this amuse bouche. <laughs> oh man, that's oh, so nice. Amuse bouche. Oh, oh amuse bouche. <laughs> oh. You shouldn't. My have. my bouche is amused. <laughs> I am amused, bitch. Uh, oh my God. Oh. What? I don't, I don't know. know. This I'm is sorry. how this goes. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll leave. No, no, no. I don't know. Um, I think I'd like you to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay. At least for a little longer. We'll see how it goes well, after if that. If I do stay, it's on one condition. What's Ooh. your condition? I have a condition. What State is it? your terms. I shall. <laughs> 
I'd like to play a game. A Ooh. game, you say? A game I do say I do I do declare. I do declare. Oh, I do declare. They have a case of the vapor. Oh, might have warm down here. Can um, it be Monopoly? It is absolutely never going to be Monopoly. No. No. You don't want to do a Get whole out of this house, Drew. <laughs> you don't want to do a whole five-hour podcast of a game of Monopoly. Here's the thing. I would do that in a heartbeat. No one will do that with me. It would be no, a serious audio I drama. I would not do that with him. I would do that and split it up into like like hour episodes. long episodes. Yes. No, I'm not participating. It'll, it'll, it'll be titled "Dave and Christy Break Up." Yeah, in fact, I'm I'm going to move out while he's doing it. I'll move back in after, uh, but I'm not participating in any way. No, but I have another game in mind. Mm, yeah. Oh, what is it? I I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a pretty okay. fun one. Right. I haven't heard of it. It's called. <laughs> you don't even you don't know yet, but you do because it's called. Trues and Fnoos. Trues and Fnoos. Trues and fucking Fnoos. <laughs> okay. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me why you wouldn't happen to me. It's time for Trues and Fnoos. Time to play Trues and Fnoos. Everyone's playing, everyone's playing a famous game, famous game, the game that's taking the internet by storm. It's time for Trues and Fnoos. A Merv Griffin production. How do you play this game? I will tell you how you play this game. It's actually quite a simple game. It's a great game, a classic game. The game that's taking the internet by storm. The game by which storm. I present to you by storm. I present to you two false stories, one true story. It's your job to determine which is the true story or the false stories. The trues. The news. Oh, you're already at the end of it. Yeah. I was trying to get Drew's attention so I could try to get you to speed oh, up. Damn it. Well, how many episodes back was that where I was just like, or no, you did it to me. I did it to you, but when I was on the dude cast last week, you did it to me. I tried to, to do it back to you. And I fumbled like over myself so hard. <laughs> well, I could never do it, so. Well, let me tell you, I have two false stories, one true story. Can you determine the false stories and the true stories, the truths and the news? Can you do it? I think we can. Yeah. Hit us with those stories. Yeah, we'll see. We're a good team. Okay. I, okay. Team Puss. Team team Puss. Team Puss. All the way. That's going to sound really crass and out of nowhere to our listeners. That's okay. People are like, why are they talking about Puss? There's another game we play called Aggravation. And anytime we play, it's girls versus guys. Team Puss. Or. Or Team Dick. Team Puss versus Team Dick. Like a it's whole- just the rules. It's just how you play that game, okay? So like a large number of people are like, seriously, why are they talking about Puss? Puss. Well, now they know. Puss. Team Purr. That's terrible. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so num- story number one. <clears throat> and by the way, if you happen to read one of these, uh, decorum would dictate don't reveal what it is. If you know for sure what it is. Um, Until the end. At the end, you can't. But yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm nervous because like like one of the stories in here. Well, the true story, obviously. Like one of the stories. I'm just afraid you guys might have seen it. So we'll see. Story number one. Seeking to draw a wider audience and reach young people more effectively. Ohio congressman and presidential candidate Tim Ryan released a campaign platform album on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay story right. number one <laughs> story number two a mansfield man visiting cincinnati was arrested after he was successfully retrieved from the tiger cage at the cincinnati zoo saying of the big cat 
that dude looked at me funny. What? <laughs> That's story number two. <clears throat> oh, God. Story number three. In an effort to drum up sales for their failing Uncrustables line, the <laughs> J.M. Smucker Company is releasing an avocado Uncrustable targeted at millennials. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's blasphemy. Okay, so we, we always do a recap. Yes, okay. one more time. One more time. Story number one. Seeking to draw a wider audience and reach young people more effectively, Ohio Congressman and presidential candidate Tim Ryan released a campaign platform album on Spotify. Number two, a Mansfield man visiting Cincinnati was arrested after he was successfully retrieved from the tiger cage at the Cincinnati Zoo, saying of the big cat, that dude looked at me funny. Okay. <laughs> Number three. In an effort to drum up sales for their failing Uncrustables line, the J.M. Smucker Company is releasing an avocado Uncrustable targeted at millennials. Ooh. Boom! <laughs> fucking boom! Okay. Oh, these are all equally fucking ridiculous. Okay, well, what, what was the animal from the second one? It was it was the tiger cage. Okay. At the Cincinnati Zoo. <laughs> that dude looked at me funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. He was talking about the tiger. Yes. Okay. Yes, he was. Okay. Just want to clarify. So, um, it's also our tradition. Now that I have this notebook, I kind of write my like as is tradition. As is tradition. Um, my little like summary of the three, and they're usually somewhat comical. So, All right, what do we got? First one. Um, Tim Ryan EP is fire. <laughs> Second one, uh, Mansfield man uh, didn't like the look of the eye of that tiger. <laughs> and uh, the third one is, ah, yes, pander to me, smuckers. <laughs> oh, that makes it so much easier for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, so what are you guys thinking? What are your inclinations at this point? Um, do you got any and rationale? we don't have to guess the same oh, thing, God. by the way. Yeah, you don't have to guess the same thing. Do you have any rationale? Any any something that's striking you is like patently false or patently true? Uh, okay, so wait, I'm trying to find the false one, right? <coughs> you are no, trying for to find the, the true, true one. one. Oh, there's two fake ones. Oh, two okay. false stories, one true story. You're trying to determine which two stories are the false <laughs> stories, the news, or the true story, the news. Oh my God, you that said, makes it even worse. News twice. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we want to try to find the truth. You want to find the truth, not We're the truth. We're identifying the true news story out of one truth, one truth in okay. two tooth news. Okay, that helps me out because I want to really believe that Tim Ryan would never <laughs> release an album on Spotify. I really want that one to be fake. What one of one of these is true? Two are false. Oh my god! But the it's. It's difficult. Yeah, the avocado. There's the avocado. <laughs> the, the <laughs> Excuse me. The avocrustable. <laughs> the the avocrustable. Oh god. If the if this one's the true one, that's what the, they should the name un, it. The uncrust avocado. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. All right. I I made up my mind. Okay. okay. Um. I think that the true one is mm. that. Uncrustables are coming up with an avocado filled okay. whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 So that's my guess. That's so a, okay. I'm not gonna choose that. <clears throat> I'm gonna say that the true one is 
Now, the Mansfield man didn't like the look of the eye of that tiger. <laughs> I actually that had dude, three good dude, ones. Oh, that for all dude three. looked at me funny. Yeah, and that, that one, oh, this is hard. I, I'm so you're, allowed to, you're allowed to change votes if you want. Also, you're coming in like episode 85. Noob. We're, we're like pretty good at this now, though. Like, well, we've now practiced we, for a long time. We now tend to succeed more often than we do not. Oh, God. Okay. Actually, I don't know if that's true. It's hard to say. Yeah. I need to pull some data on this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's something else we should do for the 100th episode. We should tally, we it, should up. tally it up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yes. That's a great idea. Okay. So you're going Eye of the Tiger. Yes. You're going Simply Eye of the Avocado. <laughs> yes. Simply Uncrustable. <laughs> yes. I'm sticking with the Uncrustable. <laughs> the Trues. Tim Bryant dropped an album. Oh! <laughs> I hate my life. Actually happened. It is so funny to me. I didn't listen to it, oh, and I God. really should have. Oh, I, I was going to say, tell me, uh, is it fire? The thing oh, is, I think it's just a spoken word album. It's just him detailing his policy platform, oh, but it's God. on Spotify, which yeah. is At odd. least put a beat behind you, it. Make a yeah. YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. Make a podcast. Does anyone want that on Spotify is the question. So two out of three of these are about people pandering to an audience. <laughs> well, like, I'm hip, I'm with the kids, I dropped an album. I don't, I don't know if you noticed, they're all Ohio stories. I did notice that. Yeah. I did. They're Why all is Uncrustables, Ohio, Ohio? J.M. Smucker is an Ohio company. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, they're we out know of Orville. Works for I them. learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> they're actually not far. They're in Orville, which is like an hour well, le- or less than an hour You did the research away. for this episode, so I hope you learned more than one thing. <laughs> no, it was just this. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's actually true. Uh, also, so one quick thing I wanted to share with you about Uncrustables, <laughs> this came up in my research. I didn't realize how highly litigious uh, J.M. Smucker Company was about the Uncrustable. Yeah. Really? Because they claim to own the patent for a sandwich. What? <laughs> uh, they, uh, it's not just the sandwich. It's like, oh, we have a bread substrate and some kind of edible food in the middle. And then it's crimped around the edges and all this stuff. But it's like, that's just a, that's like every... Every street food sandwich in the world is that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and on this okay, note, what do you call it when you like you have the crimper thing and you toast it over a campfire? Like a mountain pie? Yeah, or, you're gonna come after pie? my mountain hobo pies. Pie. Hobo pies. Gonna come it's after hobo. my mountain pies? They could come after your mountain pies and your hobo pies. <laughs> my mountain pies and this my is hobo pies. <laughs> they could come after you and sue your fucking pants. <laughs> well, well, if you tried to sell them. <laughs> you can eat your hobo pies and your mountain pies, but you better not sell them. You cannot profit off those hobo pies. Mr. Smucker's going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true story. I don't like this. Uh, the uh, There was a, a grocery and caterer in Michigan. Their name was Albie's Food Incorporated. They were selling something similar to this, and they were sent a cease and desist from the J.M. Smucker Company in 2001 because they said they violated their intellectual property. Selling a sealed, crustless sandwich. Oh, God. <laughs> they went to federal court. Oh, your God. And the, and the, and the company... <laughs> and the thing is, the Michigan, Michigan company, um, they said a pocket sandwich with crimped edges and no crust is known as a pasty. And yeah, it's a that's po- true. It's a popular dish in northern Michigan since the 19th century. And I fe- believe it's also like a British thing, too. Or possibly European. Like, it's a very common concept. This, this is wildly common. You can't own also, a crustless sandwich not, that's smushed around the edges. Also, not very different 
It's a calzone. From like an empanada or a calzone. Or a Jamaican meat pocket. Or a Jamaican meat pocket. <laughs> or a, or a, a hot a, pocket even, kind of. There's a there's another one, too, that <laughs> I, I had. It's like Puerto pocket. Rican. But like, yeah. it, there's a billion things that are just like this. Well, the judge sided with the company from Michigan and basically Good. said fuck off with that shit. Good. As they should have. But the thing is, yeah. there's, there's like at least seven patents for crustless sandwiches like this. So I don't know what they all decided to do about it or how they deal with <laughs> I'm it. I'm honestly surprised there's not one for breathing air. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A means of opening and closing the lungs <laughs> to make you not pass out. It's, yeah, we own that. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess I'm holding my breath from now on. That's so obnoxious. It's really stupid. Uh, <clears throat> so other news. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but this is crazy. Ooh, what's that? <laughs> it's really silly. Uh, I was reading the news the other, like this morning, mm-hmm. and I saw a headline that said, <laughs> man who died on a business trip having sex. I saw that. <laughs> I almost used it in this quiz. <laughs> I'm glad you did it. I'm glad I didn't too. It was ruled a workplace accident. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because he was my on God. a business trip. So like the fact Seriously. That he, so the fact that he had a heart attack, fucking in his hotel room, <laughs> off business hours, is like coverable by insurance. <laughs> How is That's that? So weird. I know. What, like, first of all, what's your fucking job? <laughs> yeah, because insurance doesn't cover shit. No, right. Yeah. Like, like, who, oh, no, he had to be, like, a Wall Street guy or something, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I can't imagine whose job, like, also sometimes includes the fucking... I don't know. Like... Sometimes includes the fucking... Because, well, Except from sex workers, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, like, in order for it to be a workplace incident... Oh, oh, oh. Maybe he's, like... He's, like, a stripper. Maybe, Maybe. he worked for the Bunny Ranch. Maybe. <laughs> oh, good point. It's like a Playboy representative or any number of things. That's a good point. Yeah. Or maybe it's something like because usually when you go on a work trip, they cover so many of your expenses. Yeah. Um, or you have like a daily allowance kind of thing and right. they cover like your hotel room. But it said sex was probably happening in the hotel room. So maybe they were like because this is a thing oh. that was paid for by the company. It is on them because you're technically on in uh, company property because it's paid for them at the time. You know, what? here's what I think happened. I think that's a private company that had the discretion to decide whether they were going to cover it. And they really liked that guy. Or, <laughs> that's what I or think they were afraid of like family suing them or something. Maybe. So they're just like, let's just. Yeah, I think maybe they felt bad for his wife. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Right. Maybe there is a widow also involved. Mm-hmm. Almost, and almost definitely. Yeah. Who yeah. is really embarrassed right now. That They're like, sucks. we don't want to screw her out of insurance <laughs> money because her husband was cheating on her on a business trip we that wanna... we were allowing him to do because mm-hmm. it was on our dime. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's though? embarrassing. Fuck. It's really sad. That's <laughs> really me. sad. The thing it's is... really sad. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> well, actually, let's talk about nothing else because it's time to take a break. What? Hey, man. Yeah. Already. It's already break time. Already. Yeah, right? We are somehow already 31 minutes on the dot into this episode. 31 minutos. Um, so, what? Not to be confused with Menudo. Famous this, fan, including Ricky Every time. Every time. Let's take a break. He hates it. Uh, <laughs> let, let's. Let, oh, my God. Let's take a break. Okay. And we will be back with the main segment for this episode. <laughs> I got a little yeehaw action. Yeah. Yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> 
back. And we're back. And we're back. Are you okay? Yeah, why? I felt like you stopped the word back halfway through, but... (laughs) And we're back. (laughs) Not to be confused with the 90s cartoon, We're Back. We're back. back. (laughs) I had the soundtrack to that. It was the first uh, DVD, the first CD I ever owned. I don't think I know that. Yeah, it was like the the dinosaurs came back. They were like like in the Macy's parade or something, but everyone thought they were like just... Like balloon balloons? floats. I don't yeah. think I've seen this. What, Christy? Where was your childhood? I what? don't know. <laughs> but was... Dave, that's super dorky. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I still had it, but I don't. I lost fuck it. Fuck you for not knowing, and fuck you for liking it. Is what fuck we're both saying. Of you. <laughs> Both, uh, both suck. Uh, Super dorky. We're back. A dinosaur story. A dinosaur. A dinosaur story. A, a dinosaur story. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have a main topic for us. I and do. I cannot wait to find yeah, out. Yeah, we what do it not is. know what this is yet. I like yeah. a good surprise. I do. I, I but do. you're excited, I so am. I'm excited. The other thing is, you're a teacher. Like people listening to this don't know that you're a teacher and so for Thank that god the, but what's great about that is well, that they means do now i don't have to worry whether or not you know how to teach a subject or tell a story yeah and also you have a nice tight outline for I yourself do. she she lesson planned it she, like the thing is you said to me hey i want to come on goose chase sometime and i was like yeah totally and you were like yeah i'm like i have an idea right now and i'm like oh cool like you could come on anytime I do it literally you're like minute i already have an outline I, yeah, no that's the thing is she did she was like five minutes later she's like i've got i've got no it wasn't five minutes but it was shortly after she's like i've got five pages of notes <laughs> i was like damn well you're yes. used to whipping this together i am yeah like mm-hmm. i am a guru <laughs> well okay i gotta know what are we gonna be talking about yes today? tell us all right so you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer oh. for me to properly introduce introduce the topic because i want to start with a story i love it Uh, i'm (laughs) I'm into it okay (laughs) all right so hit us (laughs) the story i'm going to start a little bit towards the end okay okay but then i'll come back around and bring us all full circle totally in my npr i love teacher drew (laughs) oh yeah oh should we talk in our npr voices Uh, yes i think we ought to take on our npr personas I will for the sentence. (laughs) So so the story starts with a woman named Evelyn Walsh McLean. Have you guys ever heard of her? The name's not ringing any bells. No. Mm -mm. No. No. Okay, so do you want to know a little bit more about Evelyn Walsh McLean? Why, yes, yes, I would. (laughs) Yes, Miss Drew. You you can assume that the answer is yes going forward. Raise your hands. Yes. Yes, Miss Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Evelyn Walsh McLean was a wealthy heiress and socialite who lived in Washington, D.C. You had me at wealthy. Yes, I know, right? (laughs) Mm, Yes, money. Mm. Yes, total blue blood. Mm. Uh, Yes, I also enjoy money. (laughs) Rich and snobby. (laughs) So she lived in D.C. And her father was a miner and a prospector who had like... How did her father have her if he's underage? Yeah, so weird. How could her father be a miner? Was she an adult and he was a miner? (laughs) I don't know if it works that way. That reminds me of the South Park episode. Where they go to the casino. What was that? What was the deal? They they say no miners are allowed on the floor, and Cartman's like, "Do you see a goddamn shovel in my hand?" (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Yes, let's continue. So uh, Evelyn Walsh McLean, her father was a prospector who had struck gold out in Colorado. Mm -hmm. So um, they had like 
so much money. I can't, I didn't write it down. <laughs> like a stupid amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they packed up and they moved to D.C. And the house her father built actually now is the Indonesian embassy in Washington, D.C. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And there's a rumor that there is like a solid block of gold buried underneath like i think it's like oh gosh the porch <laughs> really yeah okay that's the rumor okay <laughs> nice yeah so that's kind of cool <laughs> someday the embassy like they're just they're gonna come into work and the whole porch is gonna be gone <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go metal detect there yeah. right like well, how, co- how come no one's like definitely nailed this down yet? oh don't mind me security guard <laughs> yeah i'm not up to anything here i'm indonesian <laughs> <laughs> it's fine if i do this you can't tell <laughs> all right anyway yeah so uh evelyn she and her husband frequently threw like these lavish parties for like the social and political elite in washington dc mm-hmm. okay uh in fact she was so well known for her parties that after her death the New York Times, this is a quote, said, Washington will hardly seem the same gay city without Evelyn Walsh McLean. Truly. Yes. What time period is this? This was when she died. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was like in the 19, I think it was 1949 she died. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just just wondering because I knew it wasn't recent because you wouldn't get the headline, the same gay city. It means something different now than it did then. What a gay city. I mean, it's that a Washington. fairly gay city, but yeah. not the same way it was a gay city then. It yeah. was, I think it's always been a gay city. I don't know. Who knows? Well, it does have that like phallic <laughs> monument. Actually, it does. Yeah. As cities go, it has the biggest dick of any city I've ever Literally. seen. Washington, D.C. In the White House. Washington, D.C. Our dick is bigger than yours. Our dick is named after George Washington. (laughs) Which is cool. (laughs) Pretty cool. So, sorry. Anyway, so uh, Evelyn married the heir to the Washington Post, uh, whose name is Ned McClain. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when they got married, they went on a honeymoon trip, and they stopped. It was like a worldwide thing. And they eventually stopped in Paris, where Evelyn bought a 94-carat diamond called the Star of the East. Hmm. Okay. All right. And she bought this from the Prince of Jewelers. Does anybody know? The Prince 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 of of Jewelers. 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 (laughs) Yes. Um, Any guesses? The print? Who the hell with the print? Is it uh, De Beers? <laughs> no. Uh, is it? Uh, um, I want I, it to be though. Now <laughs> I don't know actually. Okay, so the Prince of Jewelers was Pierre Cartier. You okay. guys, are you familiar? Yeah, yeah. Cartier. Still, still not familiar. <gasps> I've heard Cartier. I have not. Cartier. Yeah, I have not. Oh my goodness. No, I'm an uncultured piece of shit. I need more information, please. <laughs> All right, so Cartier was just like he had like jewelry that he sold to like wealthy people. Okay, so he was a, he was a jeweler. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, In so- fact, he was the I've heard the <laughs> prince of jewelers. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute, that sounds familiar. I think I heard that too. <laughs> you did just now. Oh, that's it. All right. So uh, fast forward a year later. All right. Evelyn is visited and, in fact, sought out by Pierre Cartier. Okay. Any guesses as to why? 
Oh, damn. (laughs) Because what he sold her isn't a real diamond. It was somehow (laughs) swapped and he he feels bad or something. I don't know. How about that's a good guess. He wants to make a ring with a two foot square block of gold on it as a as like the the main piece of the ring. And then to bury it under her porch. (laughs) I actually don't know. That's okay. There's so much mystery here. I'll tell you. (laughs) So he attempts to sell her this new diamond that he's in possession of. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, This new diamond has gone by several names, including uh, the blue diamond of the crown. Hmm. The Tavernier Blue uh, and the French Blue. Wow. But we, however, know this diamond by its fourth and most famous name, which is the Hope Diamond. The mm, Hope okay. Diamond. Hey, yeah. Dave, I think the topic might be the Hope Diamond. <laughs> Hold on now. Let's I don't just, know. I'll wait for sneak. confirmation. <laughs> Are you guys familiar let's, with the story of I, the Hope Diamond? I don't nope. know the story, but Ooh. I know I've heard the Hope Diamond. I know mm-hmm. it's a thing, and I'm sure I've seen like pictures of it, but mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know the story. Never heard anything about this. Oh, um, I'm <laughs> more cultured than Dave. <laughs> I'm, I'm basically, basically it also, is, I'm a woman, and I've been told my whole life that I should really want if diamonds. It, if it's They're not, your best friend. If it's not a hamburger or a potato chip, I don't know what it is. So <laughs> you have to give me more information. It's my best friend. Oh, okay. Great. Weird, but all right. All right. Well, they say diamonds oh, are a girl's best true. friend. That's true. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. They really are. Although, uh, yeah. maybe Maybe not in this case, as you guys might see. Was, someone, was a girl <laughs> murdered with this diamond? <laughs> You'll have to wait and find out. <laughs> All right. I'm into it. All right. So I want to like table the discussion of Evelyn mm-hmm. for now. And I will come back to it because I want to properly introduce the topic. I love that you're like, you've thought this much about structure. <laughs> so yeah, this it's is, pathetic. I have no time. No, like, this I, is I, something like, yes, I have nothing but time. <laughs> honestly, honestly, the hardest thing about doing the research for this, which a lot of people who've never had to do it probably don't know, is like, you're trying to find your inroad the whole mm-hmm. time. Like, you know what you want to do, and you're reading, like, all these sources. It's like the math equations are happening. Yeah. And you're just like, where is the narrative? Like, yes. how do I start this? And, and I'm doing some crazy hand motions that you guys can't see. But Drew can, <laughs> and she likes them. Yeah, I'm going to need to pause this podcast for a second here. Damn Let's it, deal Dave. with this cricket. Do you hear this I, cricket? I, I, the whole time we're you're recording. Not, you're not going to be able to find the cricket. I'm going to yell at him. All right. I'm going to yell at Go yell at the cricket. Hey, you did hey. not pause it. Shut up. Let's vamp. We'll just have to edit that later. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Leave it in. He's wanna, just going to holler at a cricket for a few minutes. He might Sometimes get... if you do yell at the cricket, he will get quiet for a little bit. <laughs> We've learned this. Yeah. <laughs> he was in our garage. It's like when you scold a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, We've uh, got a good 10 minutes before this cricket starts again. Maybe maybe, maybe 10. So. I just thought I should try at least once. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. If it starts in the next five seconds, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's an insolent cricket. <laughs> real oh, piece of shit. you're an insolent we cricket. We should name him. If we should name the cricket. If I could find him, we wouldn't have to name him because he would be a smear on my basement floor <laughs> uh, but we should name him now because he's like a fixture of the house <laughs> yeah what just do we for now <laughs> well for now we'll call him jiminy unless we think of something better <laughs> okay i was gonna zag and call him geppetto <laughs> <laughs> how about jiminy geppetto <laughs> <laughs> okay 
Okay, let's do that. Jiminy Geppetto Dragowski, my son. <laughs> yes, the not deformed one. <laughs> yes, right, unlike my dog, who is my deformed son. So deformed. <sighs> anyway. <All right. laughs> yes. So, uh, today I want to talk about a curse. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And it's a curse that currently resides in the Smithsonian Museum. Okay, this is sweet. <laughs> so, of course, it is the Hope Diamond mm-hmm. and the Curse of the Hope Diamond. I've never heard of it. Which, I mean, you could call it the Heart of the Ocean if you are a fan of Titanic. <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah. Well, that's, um, I don't know if it's like. Or what it was supposed to be? Yeah, that, yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. I don't think they actually got the Hope Diamond. <laughs> Nor did they actually drop it into the bottom of the yeah. ocean. No, someone would be very pissed off. Yeah. Okay, so th- th- that's what they were modeling it after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Hope Diamond uh, has this long, bloody history, which I will get into, that has now led to it being assumed to be cursed. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> it's cool. I like anything with a curse. <laughs> good topic. I like a good curse. <laughs> so just putting it out there. Just putting it out there for anyone who who needs to know. If you want to come on the podcast or whatever, just want to get me a gift. I like a good curse. I loves me a good curse. I love me a you, good curse. If you want to hex her enemies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just hexing anyone is a good good thing. We like it's, that. You know, it, it's important to have a hex in your back pocket at all times. You never know when you're going to need to hex someone. You really don't. All the time. I, I just, that's why I have a little pouch full of chicken feet. <laughs> and a voodoo doll of Dave. <laughs> Dave almost did a spit take. <laughs> One of my kids made me spit coffee all over my computer the other day. I'm not lying. <laughs> what, what she said was do? literally so funny. You, I can't remember it now. But you can't even be mad. No, I died. I, it was just like I haven't done that in years. It's like good one. <laughs> it was. It was real funny. <laughs> anyway, I forget. I said something to you the other day, or no, you said something to me, and. You regretted saying it as soon as he said it because I was actively drinking something and he's like, oh shit, she's going to spit on me. I like guarded oh, myself. Oh, I like he actually went, face. no. I was like, I'm laughing, but I'm not going to spit it all over you. Yeah. Man, I wish I remember what that was. This episode is going off the rails. Yeah, that's all right. It always does on guest episodes. Continue. Yeah. I want to know about this curse. All right. So, um... The hope actually isn't the only gemstone that's said to leave like a trail of death and destruction. Makes sense, actually. Uh, yeah. Something very expensive that lots of rich people want. <laughs> uh, weird. Why would it lead to death and destruction? Right. Right. <laughs> Indeed. So just to name a few other of these stones, we have the Star of India, uh, the Black Prince's Ruby, the Sansi Diamond, and the Delhi Purple Sapphire. Do you say Delhi? Oh. Deli. D-E-L-I-E. Not D-E-L-I. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, not Deli Counter. Can I get that on it, Rye? It's shaped like a loin. The corned beef sapphire. Uh, yes, most precious of the sapphires. Now with Thousand Island dressing. Yes. Anyway. All right, so um, the Deli Purple Sapphire is actually kind of an interesting one. It was actually an amethyst. And I love it, me a good amethyst. Well, so do yeah. I. So do I. <laughs> but it was said to be stolen from the temple of Indra. Indra was a Hindu god of war and weather, so his like Greek equivalent would be Zeus. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> sorry. No, you're good. One interesting 
Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you're not used to the pop filter. Yeah, no. <laughs> Gets right. in the way. Yeah. You know how many times we hit these things? Just like clumsily smack what, what them I like, It's easy to What do. I like is that you like turned away and it was in your peripheral vision and it freaked you out. Yeah. That's what like, just eh, happened. I'm pointing, <laughs> I'm pointing this slightly more at your face. Oh, you rock. Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So uh, one interesting thing I found during my research was that there was a common thread between most, if not all of these cursed like stones. Yeah. And that was that they all t- appear to have been stolen at some point. And it's this action that has been typically attributed to triggering the curse. You know what? Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm all mucus because of the <laughs> cigar. Um, so that reminds me a lot of uh, Carter and, uh, and the tomb of Tut- Tutankhamun. Because like, the whole thing seems to have been followed by curses because yeah. of them basically breaking into someone's grave. Yeah, and a, a couple of them died like immediately after going yeah. in. But yeah, and the guy, I think his wife died. I can't remember all that, but yeah, it's like all <laughs> kinds of like really spooky stuff that happened around this. Also, also like it's it's that thing of like once you're aware of something, mm-hmm. then you're attributing everything bad to it. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's like well, this bad stuff was probably gonna happen. His wife was eventually going to die. Yeah. Yeah. She was because yeah. everybody does. Mm-hmm. But like it's now that you are afraid that there is a reason you're like gonna attribute bad stuff to like it. Carter goes to shake his ketchup bottle and it's empty and he goes the curse. <laughs> Tutankhamen. No, King Tut knows how much I love hot dogs. <laughs> He's ruining my condiments. <laughs> Indeed. King All right. Tutankhamen. Nope. Nope. Wasn't there. Move on. Move on. All right. Yeah, we'll forget that joke. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to go with the origin now of the Hope Diamond. Okay. Okay. So uh, the Hope Diamond's first European ownership can be traced back to the 17th century French merchant Jean-Baptiste Tavernier. Jean-Baptiste? Jean-Baptiste Tavernier. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Tavernier was considered like a trailblazer of sorts. Uh, due to his travels to the Orient in search of rare gemstones. Oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely, like, super rare back then, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that kind of, like, travel, like, living that kind of so life was not common. he stole gemstones <laughs> from indigenous people. Yeah, it was super cool. <laughs> what a great life. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> Give I me that. Mm. Well, it gets even cooler, as you'll find out, because he was richly, richly rewarded. <laughs> oh, I bet. <clears throat> yeah, so in 1668... Tavernier first reports that he is in possession of a hunt of a 112 carat blue diamond. Whoa. Just for scale, a 112 carat diamond would be the size of a man's fist. No shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just like evaluating my fist now. Yeah, th- that was this diamond. <laughs> the Dave Dragowski story. <laughs> I would trade my fist for that diamond. Easy. It would <laughs> Yeah, I'm in agreement. I definitely would. (laughs) So um, there are different versions of the story, but some reports say that Tavernier came by the diamond by deception and murder. Okay. And then most reports say that he bought the diamond, like legit from India. Yeah. Yeah. It actually kind of seems likely that he did. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, if that's your business. It could go either way. It could go either way. But if that's your business, I can, like, I don't know if necessarily everyone wants to come by stolen property. Like, like, don't you want to be on the up and up? It depends on who you're stealing from. Yeah, you're right. 
If you're stealing from people who like they're going to believe your word over those people, then right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but especially back then when there and was most no likely, yeah. yeah, most likely that is what would happen. Because if you have the power and potentially money, yeah. and you are the one doing the stealing, yeah, you're probably going to be okay. Unfortunately, yeah. people are going to be on your side. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. can see that for the poor people who miss their. 112 carat diamond. Well, <laughs> it gets cut down a little bit, as you'll find out. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, go on. All right. So uh, the legend of the curse, though, is largely attributed to Tavernier stealing the diamond from an Indian idol. Mm. Okay. Uh, so anyway, Tavernier takes the stone back to France, where he sells it and other gemstones to none other than... King Louis the Fourteenth of France. No shit. Yes, also known as the Sun the, King. Right? Yes, yeah. the Sun King. Le Roi de Sol. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very French right now. <laughs> Super French. Mm-hmm. So Louis was so impressed with Tavernier's hall that uh, he didn't just sell uh, <clears throat> this one hundred and twelve carat diamond. He got a bunch of other jewels. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was so impressed with his hall that he. Gave Tavernier a patent of nobility. Oh, what? Like he basically like like made him like a lord or whatever. Yes, because he was so impressed by the jewels he brought back. <laughs> nice diamond. You're royalty now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not only are you royalty, I'm paying you a shit ton of money. <laughs> that's like level. Yet that's this leveling guy up. isn't the prince of jewelers. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> okay. So if it, he's not, what did? <laughs> What did Cartier do to become the Prince of Jewelers? Because it's got to be a hefty competition. Yeah, that's right. all I'm saying. Sadly that I did not research. <laughs> that's okay. The Prince of Jewelers. Yeah, these titles are fantastic. Uh, are it's they? great. Yeah. It's so pretentious. So at, this point, our, so at this point, our boy is now a level 14 Frenchman. <laughs> yes, level 14. He has 14. enough XP to ascend to level 14 of French. Yes, slowly on his way to godhood. Uh, sure. <laughs> all right, so after this, uh, the stone is referred to as the Tavernier Blue. Sure. All right. So what happened to Tavernier, you might be asking yourself, or maybe you're not. Well, I wasn't. Now I am. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) That's exactly what I intended. Okay. Uh, Well, so there's a legend about Tavernier's death. All right. It says that he was either killed by a pack of wild dogs in Russia. Oh, my God. Totally normal. <laughs> the way I want to go out. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Russia. <laughs> but other reports, and this one was the more verifiable of the two, states that Tavernier died peacefully. <laughs> but, wow. <laughs> um, that's what? a big disparity. Uh, We're not sure. He either got eaten by a bunch of dogs. <laughs> or like fell asleep and didn't wake up. Now I did read that the pack of dogs thing was mostly considered a myth. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's, I like it's to a believe. Good one. Yeah, I like to believe that better. Yeah, it's a good story. It does. I it, mean, it, yes. we all want a person to be torn about, <laughs> torn about, <laughs> torn apart by a pack. Tavernier was killed by well, thirty dogs. to fifty feral hogs while his two children <laughs> were playing. <laughs> Because he couldn't get a fence. <laughs> right, what the fuck? The solution is fence, you idiot. God. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get over the 30 to 50 I, feral hogs. I love the 30 to 50 feral hogs. Babe. It's so, so specific. <laughs> and apparently a very real problem. But yes, the solution is a fence. Yo, when, you, when you look at the map, like 
Southern Ohio <laughs> is part of that gigantic feral pig population. Which oh, means, really? Yes, oh, which God. means they're common. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Get He's, ready. Yeah, yeah. Prepare your fences. Mm-hmm. Prepare your fences. <laughs> I have a fence. I think I'll be okay. Uh, we should really fortify that. Buttress your fences. <laughs> Pig-proof your fence. Hog-proof your fence. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying let one of those guys in because... Um, he's going to be my pet now. You don't want a feral hog. I might pet. want a feral hog. You, you don't, don't know me. You don't want one. You don't know me. <laughs> and right. how much I want a feral hog. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so His so. name is Porkchop. Oh my god, yes. It has to be. <laughs> I actually had a pig named Porkchop for a brief time. Uh, I want one. <laughs> we did not eat it, in I case anyone is thinking that. We didn't. I hope it didn't get eaten, <laughs> but I don't know. Kind of lost track eaten. of it. We oh. we gave the pig to angels for animals, so if it got eaten, it's on them. Kind oh, of doing definitely. a lot of capitulating about what happened to this pig here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it was eaten, it's angels for animals' fault. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> Louis the Fourteenth now has the stone, and he gets the stone cut down. To 67 carats. Why? Well, wait. From, Which is a crime. From 100 and what? <laughs> from 112, 112 to 67 carats. Okay, so that really is like literally half the mass of the diamond. Yeah. Well, I think I think what he was... The, the Europeans... Okay, so in India, they valued like the size of the stone. Sure. Europeans valued like the luster and the, the cut. clarity. And, I get that. Yeah. So that he means- was cutting away... The stuff that, like, wasn't as clear and pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. I kind of get that. I do, too, because he's, like, a king. And he, you know. <laughs> he can do what he wants. Was in charge of Versailles. Yeah. <laughs> which has gold all over the place. Yeah, right. They're, like, <laughs> gold out the butt over there. In but Versailles. we appreciate a druzy stone a lot more than we used to. <laughs> a druzy stone. Druzy. Do you know this term, druzy? No. It's a real druzy. term. I'm not Aww, just saying it because it's your name. <laughs> it's me. It's actually spelled D-R-U-Z-Y. But it's Ooh. it describes kind of like a. Like a foggy. Like a, a naturally formed stone. So it's, like. Like jagged and irregular, and usually a little and not completely clear. Uh-huh. Um, but they, they're really cool looking, yeah. and they're it's yeah. been like a trend to make jewelry out of like druzy style stones. Oh. I have a ring that Dave got me. A oh, lot of traditional cute. jewelers will probably consider those imperfections, but oh, for you know, sure. But like an imperfection is one way of looking at the unique very unique characteristics yeah. of a gemstone. So that's <clears throat> eh, kind of cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sick, so I'm going to be coughing. And like... thing, you actually sound great. Don't worry about that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Also, remember, a lot of these people haven't heard your voice before, and even the ones that have <laughs> haven't heard it recorded, so this could be normal. Yeah, yeah. I'm tricking them all. <laughs> <laughs> Fooling them all. <laughs> the Drewby story. <laughs> yes, my ultimate plan. <laughs> <laughs> Next stop is world domination. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, after Louis cuts the stone, yeah. well, he didn't cut it personally, his, his jeweler did <laughs> um, it starts to be called the french blue or the blue diamond of the crown uh-huh all right so it's at this time that the royal family is in possession of the what we call now the hope diamond mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i'm gonna go through <laughs> the bloody timeline of the royal family having the stone okay yeah all what right? happens to louis the 14th so not much happened to louis the 14th okay 
Um, but he was either <laughs> eaten by wild dogs in Russia, thirty to fifty feral hogs, or he died peacefully. <laughs> yes, I'm sure. No, so he did end up dying of gangrene, Ooh. <laughs> and Ooh. all of his legitimate children died in childhood, except for one. Oh my god! However, all of his kids died. In childhood. So many yes. illegitimate children, <laughs> who now can all contest the throne. Yeah, right. Ooh. Until the lady with three dragons shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ending sucks. I won't go on a tangent because I could. <laughs> but anyway, uh, one of Louis's servants was not so lucky. Okay. All right. Uh, and I apologize. I am going to butcher like all of these names and I just don't care. Uh, no, screw I'll try it. my best though. The French aren't listening. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the goose chase promise. The French people won't listen. That's the goose chase promise. You should get that on a mug. <laughs> yeah, we'll have that next door established in 1700, whatever. Sure. 1720. Yeah. All right. So anyway, uh, a servant of Louis, Nicolas Fouquet, mm-hmm. I believe is how his name is said. Mm-hmm. Um, he wore the diamond to a special occasion. And a short time after wearing the diamond, he was banned from the kingdom and then executed by order of the king. No shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the reason. I think maybe it was like treason or something. Yeah. Of that. I, 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 I was going to say for stealing and wearing a priceless gem. <laughs> no, like he was jewel? he was allowed to wear it. Oh, yeah. Um, sorry. He's killed for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. So we don't know. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Someone what, probably knows. What was this? Not me. <laughs> what was this servant doing that he was allowed to wear this gem? Because I need to know. It's pretty wild. How right? to do that? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like why am I not? Why have I not ascended to this level in my job? <laughs> well, uh, how come I don't go into the pharmacy and they're just like, please have oh. this diamond? Oh, Christy, you get to wear the sapphire this week because you did <laughs> so is, good. You got employee of the month, so you get to wear this sixty-seven carat you diamond. Get a, you get a really nice parking spot, and you get to wear this diamond. That would and be we're going to buy you lunch yeah. today. <laughs> I'd be way more excited about the lunch. I'm with you on that. <laughs> So um, he, I am not quite sure what he was doing, but you know what, Louis the Fourteenth did like showing off his wealth quite a bit. So yeah. I, it wouldn't surprise me if he like was yeah. like, like my not only wear this. Yeah, not only am I crazy rich, I'm so rich. Even my servants are richer than yes. you. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it yeah, wouldn't surprise it. me if it was something of that nature. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Again, Versailles. Gold. <laughs> yes, sure. makes sense. It tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Louis dies. <laughs> And he is succeeded by his grandson, Louis the Fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, not much happens to Louis the Fifteenth either. In fact, he's called Louis the Beloved. Oh, okay. Yeah. Seems like kind Louis's of... are protected in this <laughs> equation. Well, we'll it's, get to that. It's good, it's good to be a Louis for a while. <laughs> not much longer. <laughs> so, uh, so Louis the Fifteenth in seventeen fifteen, oh. he has the diamond reset. Into a ceremonial piece for the Royal Order of the Golden Fleece. Okay. Okay. The Golden Fleece. Yes. (laughs) Jason and the Argonauts. I was going to say, this is mythological in nature. Uh huh. Well, um, (coughs) the Royal Order of the Golden Fleece was some order of knighthood. Okay. And like all the nobility belonged to it. And it was like, you know, kind of like a rite of passage almost a little bit. Sure. Um, So he has the stone reset. 
And like his grandfather, he had a long reign, but he ended up dying of smallpox. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's kind of a lame way to go. <laughs> I know. As a king. And so is gangrene. <laughs> You're yeah. right. Like, like, wait until you tell me one of them died because he didn't floss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the, you know, that probably contributed to the early deaths, but Although, what do I know? We're talking about France here, right? So <laughs> mm-hmm. eventually someone's head comes off. Ah, hmm. Dave, you are very astute. <laughs> you're my A-plus student. Uh, yay. <laughs> you too, Christy. <laughs> you're my, uh, you're no, my A-plus-plus. Cool. Plus. <laughs> no, it's cool. I'm phoning it in at best. <laughs> I'm cheating off of Dave. <laughs> well, you're faking me out really well. <laughs> All right, so in 1774... Uh, Louis the Sixteenth inherits the throne, along with the crown jewels, which now includes what we call the Hope Diamond. Right. All right. So, do you know? Do you guys know what Louis the Sixteenth was most famous for? Oh God, I feel like I should, but I don't. <laughs> I do oh, not. come on, star pupil. <laughs> hey, I'm a plus, not a plus plus plus. <laughs> I only, I only know so much. Well, right. is he is he betrothed to Marie Antoinette? <gasps> Dave, a plus <laughs> plus. <laughs> yes, Louis was the last French king. There you go. <laughs> and he had a rather famous wife, yeah. as Dave has already pointed out. <laughs> I believe, if I remember this story, there was cake involved. Oh yeah, she's let's... the let them eat cake one. <laughs> yes, yeah. let them eat cake. I wonder, I Which means if that's bread. True. <laughs> I think she did say that, but it means bread. Like cake at the time was bread. It wasn't like a substance you really want to eat. But it's the thing like is, the setup was they can't afford bread, and then she said, "Let them eat cake." Was the idea right? Like they that was the story. I, I think like people I can't think, afford. But cake was like the bread that they have but it's not an appetizing form it's like the cheapest form yeah. of that thing you can have the bread we need versus so the bread we deserve they they want this well no Gotham's let them eat bread. cake <laughs> yeah she didn't want to share any anything with the people that she wrote basically the point is she had a fat bagel and she did not want to share she it. was not sharing that bagel <laughs> she, she wanted them to eat crappy unsalted unseasoned unleavened bread oh Take that soda cracker and get that fat caddy. Well, then it should make you happy that both her and Louis met their end at the guillotine. Yeah. How dramatic. Really think about how crazy that is. Yeah. Like, if that was to happen now in America. To I- Queen Elizabeth II? <laughs> <laughs> Who I know is in Britain. <laughs> right? Sure. But, like, imagine, like, if, like, our leaders or their leaders were put under the guillotine. It's really insane that that ever happened anywhere. I know. I just yeah. can't believe the king and the queen, like, yeah. crazy. Everyone was like, we're done. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your service. We, I think mm-hmm. we often think of a revolution because we feel so far removed from it. Like, it just seems like a story. It doesn't, it's hard to mm-hmm. wrap your head around the fact that things this big yeah. happened. Right. But, like, shit happened where you just are cutting (laughs) the heads off of the rollers. (laughs) Yeah. Because you can't take it no more. (laughs) Just another day in France. Just drop a big fat razor on their heads and move on. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I read a tale of two cities. I know all about it. <laughs> that makes you the foremost expert, Christy. <laughs> the authority. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think I read all the books. <laughs> that's okay. I, I very much like that they called her Lady Guillotine. I like, I like that this yeah. instrument of death was assigned a, a female gender. There's mm-hmm. something about it that's kind of poetic. I don't know what it is. It's, it's a, a little romantic. A little but bit. also maybe kind of mean. I don't know. It's like it's like a, it's like when a boat is a woman. It's like why? But, but it's also kind of like well, I guess it means we like that boat enough to call it a woman. Yeah, yeah but also like the the like I don't know the bringer of death is a woman. <laughs> well, it's like well, enough. women destroy everything we love anyway, so let's call this a woman. Yeah, no, that logic checks out. All right. I'm, I'm, Fuck I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just All kidding. right. So um, Marie Antoinette was reported to have worn the diamond. Oh. And of course, this is what it tri- is attributed to their death, the uh, curse of the diamond. Okay. Oh, okay. So people start connecting dots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Between the um, servant and Marie Antoinette and Louis the 15th and... Yeah, the 16th, okay. and yeah. then, okay. yep, okay. <laughs> let them eat cake. <laughs> and no one got any cake, but some people's heads fell off. Okay. So here's, um, <laughs> they just fell off. <laughs> they weren't cut off. They just fell off. That was because of the curse. It was like the bird in Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> oh, no. Petey. Petey. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. Our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Yeah. Um, so... This is the last of the uh, bloody royal timeline, and this one I find the most disturbing. Oh. So, (laughs) um, Marie Louise, Princess de Lamballe, which was one of Marie Antoinette's ladies-in-waiting, okay? She reportedly wore the diamond often. So, during the French Revolution, she was viciously killed by a mob uh, and the rumor is that she was hit with a hammer, decapitated, and disemboweled. Ooh. And her head was reportedly paraded by Marie Antoinette's prison window on a stick. Holy, like before Marie Antoinette died? Like, yes. No, like, after. As she, they kept her in her head in the prison, no. and they just paraded her body. <laughs> and mentally tortured okay. her corpse. Okay. Her headless corpse. I know, see, that's a stupid question. <laughs> I can we, see we this. still love you. <laughs> it's okay, Dave. Dave might be the A plus plus star people, but I got the best clapbacks. <laughs> Oof. Oof, that's a very dumb thing for me to ask. That's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> what happens next is a little murky. Okay. Um, because all this chaos was going on and during the French Revolution, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in mm-hmm. 1792. During a time known as the Terror. <clears throat> so um, it was an optimistic time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone was really happy. They were. <laughs> the, the Terror. It was basically our like New Deal period where everything was getting great. <laughs> yes. Uh, the French Blue and the other crown jewels are... The French Blue? That's so not nice to say about them. <laughs> they were going through the Terror. Let's be kind. <laughs> You probably wouldn't be that great either, Drew. I gotta be honest, she's right. That's rude. Low blow, my bad. (laughs) Carry 
Patreon. <laughs> well, Ignore friends, me. forgive me. Find out in the next episode. <laughs> uh, no, that that goes against our promise that the friends are listening. I was going to say, I can't tell you how they are definitely not listening. I, I, I can't stress enough. France okay. doesn't care about this show. Okay. So, oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> so the French blue and the other crown jewels are stolen from the treasury. Yeah. All right. And the jewel vanishes for the next 20 years. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time for that something that valuable to just be, like, missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So there's not a trace of it. Um, so there are there is some time that's unaccounted for. Yeah. But several sources I looked at concluded that during the 20-year disappearance, uh, the French blue was cut down into two diamonds. Uh, the larger one surfaced in London in 1812. Oh. And it was 45 carats. <clears throat> oh, my God. So another 20 carats are, like, lopped off this thing. <laughs> yes. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> is there going to be anything left when this is over? <laughs> there will be. Okay. <laughs> I promise. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so in 2008, actually, this was interesting. Scientists did some type of testing on the current Hope Diamond. Hmm. That basically confirmed that that diamond is like legit. Oh, I can't remember the type of testing. Probably did something to date it, Mm -hmm. like carbon date it, and to see like what it's actually made of. Because there's probably identifying minerals and things like that. Connected it to whatever else is left. Because you said there's one piece, so there's definitely another piece out there, right? Yeah, um, I don't know what happened to the other piece though. Oh, maybe they don't either. (laughs) (laughs) But they somehow confirmed this with science. (laughs) Okay. I didn't research that part well. That's okay. The the, the, the fact that they confirmed that is enough, I guess. Yeah, that's what I was like. I'm not doing all that. (laughs) I already have five pages. (laughs) Anyway, that's usually where I get around the five page mark. I'm like, I could include this cool info, but but I I need to stop somewhere. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I could just go seriously. You could go forever. That is not. Not what this podcast is about. It's about like a, a concise enough story. Yes. To to get you in. And if people want to look into it further, they can. Yes, right. exactly. Uh so <clears throat> the second bloody timeline starts. Mm. Uh so this is just a few more so of the many bloody timelines. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I like the bloody timelines. Yes. <laughs> but this is just a few more of the supposedly cursed owners. Now I didn't include all of them because there was a lot. Mm-hmm. And some of them, I don't know, I just they weren't as interesting as the ones I pulled. <laughs> sure, right. So <clears throat> the first, this is the jeweler that is believed to have cut the diamond. His name was Wilhelm Falls. Okay. All right. He was a Dutch jeweler. Uh, and- weirdly, never tripped a day in his life. <laughs> Very graceful. I was going to say, Wilhelm, Wilhelm is walking down the stairs. What does he do? Falls. Wilhelm Falls. <laughs> That's how he died. He was cursed. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish that were true. No, it's actually much more terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. Or decide for yourselves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me lay it on you. So yeah. his son stole the diamond, killed Wilhelm, and then committed oh, suicide. Jeez. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. I'd way thought... rather fall down the stairs. <laughs> mm, I thought you might say that. <laughs> oh, my God. That's grotesque. Yeah, so that was one guy. Okay. Uh, it is believed, then, to come into the possession of King George IV of Britain. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> uh, King George died with such enormous debt 
that it is said that the diamond was sold privately to pay off his debts. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that any kings <laughs> of England died broke as hell. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't check out. I know. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that like insane? Well, like, <laughs> if an entire country can be in the red. Yeah. Like if, and it can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can think of one right now. We are proof. Yes. Um, then, yeah, it's this thing that there's like a veneer of... Of, like, being rich and elaborate, but, like, the money's not really there. Yeah. Yeah. So, in from 1830 to 1839, the diamond vanishes again. My God. That was 1830 to when? 1830 to 1839. That's when the diamond disappeared again for the second time. Okay. In 1839, it ends up in the hands of Henry Philip Hope. Uh, And that's where the diamond gets its current name, the Hope Diamond. I was like, what are you, man at? I'm not trying to fool you. All right. So from 18... I just thought we were very optimistic about those murder diamonds. (laughs) I mean, I am. The audacity of the Hope Diamond. (laughs) Yes. The audacity. (laughs) The audacity of Tope. Anyway. I I love that so much. It's such a great headline. Yeah. You know what? Let's take a minute to explain yes, what that is. Yes, we should. It was, was it on... Uh, uh, oh, it was NBC or ABC or something yeah. like that. It was like when Barack Obama decided to wear that tan suit forever ago. The biggest ago. Barack Obama scandal of his presidency. <laughs> right. And he had and the for, nerve to wear a tan suit. For everyone is man. not aware he had... An, it's uh, His memoir or autobiography? Yeah. That's called uh, The Audacity of Hope. <laughs> sure. And which, so their headline was The Audacity of Tope, that, which so, is brilliant. That's so funny. It's so clever. I hope the minute that was written down, all the writers in the room picked that person up and carried them out on their shoulders. <laughs> and yeah. let them eat cake. They're like, you win. You win. Anyway. He did. He won. He won the headline. Yeah, he did. <laughs> all right. So from 1839 to 1894... The diamond is owned by several members of the Hope family. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is when the Hope Diamond, you know, gets its current name. And many members of the Hope family uh, suffered personal misfortunes and financial difficulties. Okay. It's said to be attributed to the stone. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's, you know, it's so convenient to have had that rock. I know. So you never have to be like, yeah, actually, I'm just like really shitty at money. I probably you know have what? some of it somewhere. You know what um, could have helped them save like some of their financial difficulties? Selling the extremely <laughs> expensive diamond in their possession. Hey, family, we are like worth negative twenty million dollars. So if Maybe we just sell we this rock, get rid of this. All of a sudden, we're <laughs> all worth like eight million. <laughs> it needs fixed. Yeah. So, uh, May Yohei, I think I'm saying that name right. Okay. She was the wife of Lord Francis Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. She. Sorry. <laughs> she. she, she. <laughs> She ran off with a a man named Putnam Strong, whose father was the. (laughs) He was a golfer. (laughs) He was actually in the crucible. Putnam Strong. Uh, That legendary golfer. I get it. Do you guys get it? 
I get it. Because he butts. Because he butts. Oh, I get it. I get it. Because he butts some strong. I'm tired. <laughs> so anyway. Yes. Uh, Putnam Strong's father. I almost wrote May ran off with golfer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> May ran off with golfer. God, this episode is off the rails. I, ap- I apologize to anyone listening. I think I it's in a good way. <laughs> it is oh, right. fabulous. So, uh. Putnam Strong, his father was the former mayor of New York City. Just thank God he wasn't Putnam really? Week. <laughs> he, he was Putnam a little to the left. <laughs> Putnam sideways. Oh, these are terrible. Okay, I need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, the former mayor of New York City, you said. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, May Yohei, um, her and Francis divorced, obviously. Sure. <laughs> and she later died in poverty. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Like, he just let her completely go? or Oh, yeah. She, wow, okay. Yeah, well, she ran off with Putnam. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't a good enough golfer to keep her in her riches. Right. He's always over, overshooting that putt. <laughs> so, uh, one of the next owners was Jacques Collat. I don't know if I'm saying that right. <laughs> Sounds close. Yeah. Oh, chocolate. <laughs> yes. Ah, oui. Chocolate. Oh, c'est bon. Jesus. I'm really glad the French don't listen to this, actually. <laughs> They'd be very upset. Ah. It's very offensive. Chocolate. So oh. he was the next owner, and he went mad and committed suicide. Wow. Like you do. Yeah, you know. God. <laughs> when shit's going wrong. Holy hell. I so know. so we've we've now covered at least what like ten people that had this thing and at more least. than that. Yeah. It's who crazy. had this thing and died of some crazy bad circumstances. Yeah. There yeah. have been at least two suicides. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of financial ruin. Probably significant <clears throat> amounts of mental illness. And at least thirty to fifty wild hogs. bringing it full circle yes (laughs) so this one's an interesting one in 1902 a man named ivan okay kanatowski Mm -hmm. a russian prince Uh buys the diamond he loans it to the actress mademoiselle lorraine ledoux Mm -hmm. she wears it on stage and is shot by a man in the audience (laughs) shut up (laughs) i swear to god I, I mean, okay. I can't imagine he lent it to her and like she like wore it for like a year and then got shot. Like, but just wait till you hear what happened to Ivan. <laughs> okay, so they mail him back the diamond and we say, "Ivan, sorry, you know she got shot." Yeah, and she then, be dead. And then to Ivan happens what? <laughs> yes, to Ivan. A few weeks later, he's stabbed to death in Paris. <laughs> In the street. This, stabbed to death. Russian royalty stabbed to death in the streets of Paris. That seems unlikely in general. It's crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> like, this guy didn't have any, like, guards or anything. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. He's, like, walking around with, like, a tens of millions <laughs> well, of dollars. We didn't have the internet then, so people weren't as recognizable. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But you'd think, but, like, like, maybe the guy still. with the big, big blue rock is, like, worth something. <laughs> So, so here's something 
that is just like super weird to me yeah is just how casually they treat priceless jewels like they're just like yeah just borrow it it's fine it's it's okay <laughs> just wear right. it on stage it's weird louis the 14th gives it to the guy that changes his trash yeah <laughs> this guy gives it to like hey his friend who's an actress just, uh-huh. i don't know just take it Doesn't yeah matter. just no no you need something for the show it'll yeah. no just wear it it's fine <laughs> yeah it'll be all right nothing will happen to it <laughs> Nothing will happen to you. You're right. They don't seem to be taking good care of this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Well, no. or it's thing not is, taking good care of them. <laughs> <laughs> but like you don't, when you are used to maybe that many riches and everything, it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, just take that one. It's fine. I have like 10 <laughs> other things right That's now. not even my biggest blue diamond. <laughs> no. You not anymore. It isn't. <clears throat> right. Not anymore, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great South Park joke. <laughs> oh, my God. Not anymore, you're not. Sorry. These guys do not stop being hilarious. <laughs> no, they're so funny. They're so right on all the time. I can't believe it. I love you guys. <laughs> if, if you're they listening. Don't listen. yeah. they the don't creators listen. of South Park. Yeah. Them and the French not listening. <laughs> In my dreams, they would. <laughs> all right, so... <clears throat> One of the last owners, before I get back to our woman, Evelyn oh. Walsh McLean, was a man named Simon. I'm not even going to attempt his last name. Really? <laughs> okay. Let me see. All right. Mayon Charides. <laughs> Can I see it? Charides. Yeah. Oh, yes. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Simon Mayonnaise. That was my second guess. <laughs> <laughs> so he is a Greek jeweler broker, and he bought the diamond. And he drove his carriage over a precipice, killing himself, his wife, and his child. <laughs> I shit you not. It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> it's it's actually like a joke. I know. It's it like, seems that way. They're either these people are all killed in either horror movie or Oregon Trail style incidents. It's like the early version of Saw. <laughs> it's really like is. good luck keeping this diamond. Case, He's just going along in life. He gets his hands on this diamond. They're just like going down the road. There's nothing in sight. There is no precipice. (laughs) They're not near a cliff. But the next thing you know, boom, cliff, and they're off it. So like all the way back at the beginning of this diamond, people might have had it and then like died in their sleep and not got eaten by wolves. (laughs) We just don't know. By the end of it, if there's a wolf, it's eating you to death. Like the horrible (laughs) things are what's going to happen to you. They just get more horrible. Yeah. Indeed. Wow. So finally in 1910, the diamond comes into the possession of none other than Pierre Cartier. Ah, Pierre Cartier. Yes. Oh, <laughs> All right. So this begins the story of Cartier and Evelyn Walsh McLean. Okay. All right. So aside from him being a famous jeweler, he was also, I'm talking about Cartier. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not Evelyn. <laughs> he was also a brilliant salesman and a storyteller. All right. Okay. So that brings us back to Evelyn. So he told her of all the batshit stuff that happened. <laughs> You're going to love well, this. This thing made a guy kill his dad. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> You're awesome. going to want it. It's awesome. Hot take. Last guy who had this drove his carriage straight off a precipice. Don't know how they recovered it, actually. <laughs> You're going to want this. <laughs> he just scraped it up off the floor. Out of his guts at the bottom of the hill. It was in an evidence bag for a while. 
that's what I mean. <laughs> what you gonna do? Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry. Um, it was this combination of him being like a good salesman and a storyteller that helped him entice Evelyn to into buying the Hope Diamond. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sure. So Evelyn's misfortunes might not be the most terrible of the diamonds owners. I mean, they're pretty awful, <laughs> but hers are like they're definitely the most thoroughly documented. Yeah, like the closer you get to the present, the more we can really verify this stuff. Yes, and she was the last private owner of the Hope Diamond. Okay, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Interesting. Yes. So, <clears throat> uh, you ready to get down with her tragedies? Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> I was ready to get down with the sickness, but I'm really ready to get down with some tragedies. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to hear some tragedy. <laughs> so the first time Cartier tried, or sorry, Cartier tried to sell her the diamond, uh, she he was unsuccessful because Evelyn didn't like the setting. Oh, okay. Uh, but I do suspect she found his tales about the diamond alluring. Oh. But in any case, she left Paris without it. Okay. So a year later, he Cartier has the diamond reset. Mm-hmm. And he loaned it. This is how brilliant he is. Okay. <laughs> he loaned it to Evelyn for a weekend. All right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> he had told her, like, I think he had told her that it had the curse of Shiva. He created this story about the curse of the diamond. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I lost my place. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. So he he told her a story, which I assume was not the actual full story that we are talking about. Well, we'll get to that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I like I like that his sales technique, though. It's not. It's Wanna not. This no, this isn't cursed at all. You'll be fine. It's. It is cursed, just in a sexy way. <laughs> I'm going to really, spin it for you. You're going to love my cursed diamond. <laughs> yeah, so... If you liked being eaten by 30 to 50 feral hogs, <laughs> you're going to love <laughs> my cursed diamond. <laughs> this episode should be titled 30 to 50 feral hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, so he loans her the diamond for... Uh, he's like, just take it for the weekend, mm-hmm. and let me know you think wow well this ends up working and evelyn is recorded to have said objects unlucky for others are lucky for me (laughs) because only the pure of heart can escape curses (laughs) wow wow well what do you know she's a princess Uh (laughs) and that i want to said like a real narcissist (laughs) sorry that was from the washington post and it was according to a close friend of evelyn wow so Mm -hmm. a documented boast at that (laughs) guys i also have the name of this episode oh to tell 30 to 50 carats of cursed diamonds. <laughs> yes. While my French kings are outside playing. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's brilliant. <laughs> All right, so Cartier added another theatrical detail in the sales contract for the diamond. This uh, is crazy. Okay. Uh, and this is directly from the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. The Cartier sales contract had an unusual clause, and it said, should any fatality occur to the family of Edward B. McLean within six months, the said Hope Diamond is agreed to be exchanged for jewelry of equal value. Oh, wait. So there was like a... <laughs> There's a this, curse clause. Like, if this kills <laughs> yeah. your family, we'll... <laughs> <laughs> we'll make up for it by giving you more jewels. <laughs> 
We'll take it back. Our bad that it killed half your family. That'll take the we, sting out of it. We promise. If you die in some horrible, horrible way, wow. um, you'll be buried with some other gem. It's amazing to me. Isn't that insane? That's really funny. But you know what? It's kind of like... You know what it's kind of like is like, okay, so I just did that like wing challenge at, uh, what you call it? Uh, uh Quaker. At Quaker Steak. I just the did the flying beehole challenge <laughs> during talking about No, not the flying beehole challenge. He also did that, but he doesn't want to talk about it. So the I, angle just wasn't very good. So I did that triple atomic hot challenge. And yeah. one, one thing is like they give you the whole, you got to sign a waiver thing. And and the thing is that they don't have to do that. Well, That's you eat part- a drumstick and your brain stops ticking. No, don't stop. <laughs> Don't even keep going. <laughs> so I can't. I don't know the words. But the thing, but the, the point I'm making is that that's the kind of thing that they throw into a contract to kind of like increase the mystique of the thing. Yes, it almost seems like it's part of the sell. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a, like a brilliant ploy. Yeah, it's good. And, it's good salesmanship. It and is. also, um, she got a T-shirt afterwards. <laughs> she did. <laughs> or so I like to think. I do too. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Uh, worried about the curse, Evelyn took the diamond to be exorcised by a priest. Okay. And this is kind of crazy. Wow. During the exorcism, lightning strikes the church and Evelyn faints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she had a curse of the vapors. Oh, the vapors, my word. Yeah, and when they go back outside, it's perfectly sunny out. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I mean, you know. <laughs> this is where I'm starting to be like, come on now. There's such a thing as heat lightning. Okay, yes. <laughs> All right. So <clears throat> Evelyn shrugs off this strange occurrence because, uh, you know. She passes out all the time. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. She's like anemic. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably that corset she's wearing. <laughs> she has the stone set in a necklace. Uh and where's the diamond everywhere? Wow. Her and the diamond become <laughs> virtually inseparable. Oh, okay. I mean, it is her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> she reportedly had her Great Dane wear it. Oh. <laughs> she put it on the deal. <laughs> I love dogs, but I'm just saying, I'm not even that dog crazy. No. Foo-foo. What oh, do you want to wear the diamond today? Oh, you want to wear the diamond? Who's my shiny little boy? Who's my, Who's my shiny little boy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, um, okay, okay so, so the original size of this was the size of a man's hand. And then it was halved, and then a little more was shaved off. David, show me your hand. (laughs) Okay. So probably like the this like this big is what she honestly like I'm I'm like a couple inches Mm -hmm. around. I think it's a big egg. Yeah, (laughs) it's like a big yeah. That's how big this diamond <laughs> is that she was putting on her dog. Okay. Yeah. Not only. Which, to be fair, to be fair <laughs> um, it was a great Dane, so yes. it's also a very big dog. <laughs> he can handle that big a diamond is what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> so not only, just wait, not only was her dog wearing it, one of her children <clears throat> teethed on it. Oh my god That's how filthy rich they were Also also, you think it's cursed Why are you Letting your child eat it Well she did have it exercised So 
<laughs> she, she must think it's like fine now. <laughs> yeah. Even well. though like lightning struck and God basically said no. <laughs> like she she has to feel good about it now. You well, know what? It's fine. I'll just put it in my baby's mouth. Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> and she did think that objects that were unlucky for others weren't unlucky right. for her. She so. had a pure yeah, heart. Yeah, but does that apply yes. to her baby? We don't know how pure that baby's heart is. <laughs> no. No. We don't know yet. No, babies are like super evil. <laughs> oh, they start uh, evil and they become pure. That's how it works, right? So hold on. I want to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> I said because only those of pure of heart can escape uh, curses. That was me saying that. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I, I thought she was like, no. well, I just want you to know I'm pretty great. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, pure of I'm heart. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> My bad. She did say, though, that objects that are unlucky for others are normally lucky sure. for her. For her okay. own okay. So she okay. still okay. thinks okay. she's spiritual. Good, <laughs> <Spiritual. clears throat> Good clarification. Yeah, Thank sorry. you for that. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. So <clears throat> Evelyn wears the diamond to all these extravagant parties she and her husband host for, like, Washington's Elite, right? Wow. Um, I for, oh, God. I forget the president that they were, like, buddy-buddy. I think it was Hoover. This is the 1800s? It was like early eighteen hundreds. Uh, my dates are. I mean, yeah, I think it was like early eighteen hundreds. Nineteen ten is when she got the diamond. <laughs> oh wait. Yeah, this ends. She died in the like the nineteen forties. Remember? Mm-hmm. So okay, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was Hoover. <laughs> that would put it in, in like the thirties or forties, right? When the hell was Hoover president? God, I, I wish I wish I could remember. That would, I wish, that I wish would I knew track <laughs> if if that is the case. If it was if yeah. he was in the thirties and forties, that would track since she eventually died in the forties somewhere. Sure. Yeah. So her and her family uh, live peacefully for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what a time of bliss and teething on diamonds. <laughs> Right. How many times have I told you, Dave, that I just want two years of peaceful bliss before the curse takes me out? Just let me suck on a diamond and wait my time out. I mean, that's how I want to go out. <laughs> Sucking on diamonds. Chewing on a huge diamond. A huge cursed diamond. <laughs> Guys, we have to steal the hope. Ocean's 20. <laughs> 20. Ocean's 2020. 20. <laughs> That's how I want to go. Why do you? Why do you need to steal this? We're getting our team together. Why? Why do we need to steal this? Well, Drew needs to teeth on it. Obviously. What do you mean? She she needs to chew on it. I don't understand what you're missing here. It's very important that she chew on it. What what other purpose did diamonds have? None. Yeah. No other purpose. And besides my best friend. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the first major tragedy that strikes the uh, McLean family is the sudden death of Evelyn's mother-in-law. Oh. Then, uh, a few years later in 1919, while Evelyn is at the Kentucky Derby with her husband, their oldest child, who was nine years old at the time, his name was Vincent, is left at their mansion with a babysitter. Oh, no. <laughs> Vincent, um, he, I think he saw something across the street, and oh, he no. escaped from his babysitter's no. grasp. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> ran across the street and was struck by a car and died. No. I know. <laughs> no, not a nine-year-old kid. Fuck. I know. 
So this was the first major tragedy. Yeah. I mean, you can get over the mother in law I think. <laughs> they probably didn't get along first anyway. Mother in law died. Congrats. No. Um, no, no, no. So, uh, yeah. So that's like, yeah, that's the first one where it's like, oh, that's not just like maybe someone died. That's like a that's real horribly big tragedy. tragic. Yeah. 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 Like losing, yeah, losing your kid. So, after the death of Vincent, Evelyn and Ned start drinking heavily. Oh, my God. And Evelyn starts using morphine. Oh, shit. She had a former morphine addiction. Uh, This was because her and her brother had gotten into a car accident Uh uh, in which her brother was killed. His name was also Vincent, so she named her kid after her brother. Maybe it's just a curse of Vincent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, was he? (laughs) But, um, sorry. Yeah. So she developed a morphine addiction during that car accident because she had an injury. So they treated her with morphine. So then sure. she was like, I need more morphine. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what Be- happens. Because <laughs> before we realize how highly addictive opiates yeah, were. Yeah, this is when people were drinking laudanum. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's like because history repeats itself and we just keep doing this shit when, over like, you and could over just again. <laughs> inject seed of the poppy in the bar. like Milk of the poppy. Yeah, the milk of the poppy. That's what it is. Require milk of the poppy. Milk of the poppy. <laughs> you <laughs> You don't want to inject poppy seeds. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, was gonna say, I don't think people inject poppy seeds. <laughs> oh, I knew that. Fetch me the seed of the poppy in a think fat of what syringe. <laughs> you, real, you need a real wide gauge on that one. <laughs> so, uh, Evelyn's morphine addiction comes back. And this starts to make their marriage slowly deteriorate. I can see it. As it typically does when <laughs> your wife starts using morphine, I guess. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, <clears throat> however, they stay, They end up staying married for the next 10 years before separating. Okay. Um, three years later, Ned sends Evelyn divorce papers wrapped as a Christmas present. Oh, that's fucking he's a harsh. son of a bitch. But also, like, smart. <laughs> like, She's definitely going to open this. Yeah, like, you can't serve someone papers if they know that they're papers. So that's, like, really smooth. Yeah, that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a fun time, I'm sure, in the McLean house. <laughs> so, oh, one more tragedy they don't talk of is when her cousin... John went to see his wife, who he was estranged from, and then there were terrorists who took over. Are you doing the Nakatomi Plaza? (laughs) And then Alan Rickman showed up, and he was one of the terrorists. Yeah. No, no, no. That was Bill Clay. (laughs) No, it wasn't. His name was Bill Clay. Dave, I'm sorry, but you've been bamboozled. Bamboozled, sir. Heckin' bamboozled. No, I remember you said the name's Clay, Bill Clay. That was clearly Bill Clay. Sorry, I'm stunning. <laughs> anyway. Excuse my stunning. Clay. Clay. So, um, like I said, Ned was the heir of the Washington Post, right? Mm-hmm. So, the Washington Post ends up going bankrupt. Oh. Wow. I actually didn't Woody, know that. I didn't know that What he gets for serving his wife? Papers wrapped as a gift. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a huge dick move. Uh, well, the Washington Post uh, gets sold at an auction. Worse than texting. <laughs> mm. 
and this causes a great strain on Ned. Um, <laughs> a very great strain. <laughs> well, it's like it's probably most valuable property. Period. It's like the family business. Like, yes. How hard do you think it sucks to be the one that blew up the family business? You know, like, it can't be shame. good. The shame. It was shame. Yeah, shame. Shame. Ding, ding, ding. Shame. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> anyway. Um, <clears throat> Some people probably know what that is, but not everybody. <laughs> Only the cool people know. <laughs> so um, he ends up being committed to an insane asylum. Oh. Where he eventually dies of alcohol saturation. Saturation? Yes. Alcohol poisoning. Okay. <laughs> Gonna, gonna say, was he like, it sounds a lot fancier when you call it that. But. <clears throat> it just so, sounds like they put him in a big tank of alcohol and waited until <laughs> they did like that thing. You know how like if you have gout, you're supposed to eat gin-soaked raisins? <laughs> well, they were just making him into a gin-soaked raisin. <laughs> they did that thing where like, you know, they have a little thing you put into the thing and then it becomes a t-shirt wait, or whatever. Wait, 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 wait. The thing they put into the thing into the thing. <laughs> a little thing you put in they water. They put and- a little dehydrated <laughs> washcloth in a sink yeah, and yeah. It, then it rehydrates right. and becomes a washcloth like again. A it's okay. I speak Dave. I'm glad. <laughs> fluently. Anyway. The thing, the thing and it becomes a thing. <laughs> I knew exactly what you meant immediately. Well, there you go. We Oops. know each other way too well. That's that's okay, though. <laughs> You're my A++, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I did it. A++ you took it away from translating. <laughs> You're both A++. <laughs> There you go. Now we're fair. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I want a gold star. <laughs> All right. Gold star. A plus plus. All right. So uh, this was a like shitty thing. So yeah, <laughs> I just want to reiterate. Yeah. Ned lost his business, then spent the rest of his life in an insane asylum where he died. <laughs> where he died because he was too drunk. <laughs> Which I mean, you know, <laughs> no, it's it's like worse than that even because it starts with the like, oh yeah, my wife uh, is leaving my, me. My my wife is leaving me. My, okay, so my kid died. My wife picked up the the uh, the uh, 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 morphine, alcohol and morphine. morphine. Again. <laughs> then boozing. <laughs> uh, I was ruined financially, and then died so drunk that I was drunk or died of being drunk. <laughs> I died so drunk that I was drunk. That's on his tombstone. (laughs) Yeah, I died of being too drunk. God. He's sad. I know. He was pickled. (laughs) Truly. So uh, that's not the end of it, though. Oh, my God. Uh, Yes. The hits keep on coming. Yeah. So in 1947, Evelyn's only daughter... Uh, who, by the way, had married her mother's ex-boyfriend. I Ugh. just want to, yeah. Ew. <laughs> I know. <Wait. laughs> That's disgusting. Her daughter <clears throat> married her mom's ex-boyfriend. Uh-huh. I forget his name. You. You on him. I, yeah, I know. He was like significantly older than her too. I think <laughs> it was like thirty years older. I just can't imagine <sighs> like like ever like oh I'm single again. I wonder what my ex girlfriend's daughters are up to. Okay, so at this point Evelyn has to feel <laughs> well. You're not a creep, Dave. So well, yeah, less of a creep anyway. <laughs> Evelyn has to feel like when you get a new piece of equipment that's really expensive, like a new computer. And you have like a one year warranty 
And then as soon as the warranty is up, something goes bad on it. And yeah. you're like, God fucking damn it. That's yeah. how she feels because all this yeah. bad shit happened, but it was after the six month mark. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't return this shit. Right. <laughs> well, despite all this bad shit happening, Evelyn still does not believe that the stone is causing all of this tragedy. Okay. I mean, I'm on her side. I don't either. But <laughs> I'm actually kind of I want to sure believe right it. <laughs> I'm not entirely I sure. don't believe in curses, but this is a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> it is. I also think that if you looked at any specific timeline and like you were looking for connections of people and like batshit stuff happening you mm-hmm. would find it yeah yeah but it's just like because this is a mysterious thing and it's like a big diamond it's like a big deal mm-hmm. the people around it are bound to be interesting yeah. right right oh, well i mean like how think. do you get your hands on that thing and that story is always going to be interesting and just wait till you hear what happens to the mailman. <laughs> oh my god. Are you the, fucking kidding the me? The mailman. I, I, I wish I was kidding. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Yeah, yeah sorry. <clears throat> Enough with my logic. So in 1947, Evelyn's daughter uh, commits suicide by overdosing on sleeping pills. This was her only daughter. Oh. Uh... So she's just, I mean, been through the ringer. Oh, my God, yeah. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. Lost the husband and he's dead. and Her younger son. Daughter marries her ex. (laughs) And then she's dead. Jesus. Yeah, there was also an interesting thing. I didn't put it in there, but I'll mention it. Yeah. Um, She hawked the diamond at one point uh, to get $100,000 to help uh, in the search effort for the Lindbergh baby. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. So she gave this money to some uh, FBI, the head of the FBI. Okay. Um, Well, you know how that story ends. They find the baby dead. Yeah, right. (laughs) And um, she never gets her money back from that. Oh, really? Yeah. So her money was just $100,000 was squandered. Yeah, and the diamond is lost right well no uh, she gets it back eventually i i can't remember how that happened (laughs) okay wow that's weird yeah i know um (laughs) hawking i oh god i can't remember i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's that's okay but uh that was crazy i thought yeah so anyway um soon after her daughter's death evelyn dies of pneumonia um and the hope diamond is left to her six grandchildren who all who sell it off to take care of Evelyn's debts because she died in great debt. I was going to say, they all say simultaneously, not it. <laughs> yeah. They're like, eh, eh. No, thanks, mom. <laughs> or grandma. Wait, mom? Grandma. Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, Graham. Graham. <laughs> We're good on the curse. <laughs> so <clears throat> the Hope Diamond is then sold to Harry Winston. Mm-hmm. Um, and he toward the diamond around America until he was persuaded to donate it to the Smithsonian where it resides to this day. I was wondering how it eventually <laughs> makes its way to the Smithsonian. <laughs> yes, it was Harry Winston donating it. He didn't sell it. Yeah. So it was this act of giving the stone away freely that was said to have broken the curse. Okay, so where does the mailman come in? <laughs> oh, just wait. I, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> so uh, the last known victim of the Hope Diamond was uh, <clears throat> a mailman by the name of James Todd. Okay. Okay. 
Todd delivered the Hope Diamond to the Smithsonian. Shut up. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. <laughs> but just wait. No. <laughs> After doing so, he suffered many, many tragedies. <laughs> like, this is horrible shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, <clears throat> his wife died. Okay. His leg was crushed. Oh, no. <laughs> his dog was strangled. I'm oh sorry. What? <laughs> and his house burned down. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. I'm. I'm <laughs> no, it is. It's just ridiculous. Li- it's bizarre. That's why it's funny. Like, it is uh, unbelievably <laughs> tragic. Yes, all of that shit. Like your dog being strangled. Who, whose dog gets strangled? Who strangled this dog? How this dog strangle? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I, I know. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> So anyway, the unluckiest mailman in American history. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I take it back. That's the title of the episode. (laughs) Really bury the lead. Yeah. (laughs) So what we now know is that the curse likely originated because of Cartier. Okay. And the story he told to Evelyn. Okay. Uh, But. With this fantastic and blood-soaked story of the Hope Diamond and the unfortunate tale of Our Lady Evelyn uh, comes proof that not all diamonds are a girl's best friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's a a great way to say that. Wait, so 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 the, the common understanding is that Cartier wrote, essentially, this curse. Actually, um, I was reading that he kind of riffed off of this book called, I think it was The Moonstone. Oh, okay. Which had a similar storyline that uh, there was this cursed diamond that was stolen from an Indian idol. Uh-huh. Okay. And then uh-huh. all of these tragedies befell those who, like, possessed the diamond. Okay. <laughs> wow. But, yeah, so that uh, wraps that up for me, but you guys go ahead. <laughs> no, well, no, because I'm thinking now, like, if Cartier told that whole story and it was all basically made up, that's, you know, that's, I, I get that. That's like, he's being a salesperson. He's being a salesperson. It's good marketing or whatever. Like, mm. he knows how to make this attractive to someone who's into things that are spooky or occult or whatever. Well, yeah. he knows, he already knows her because he sold something to her already, right? Mm-hmm. So, yes. like, he knows what is attractive to right. her specifically mm-hmm. and making her feel special mm-hmm. and like she won't be affected by it and it being like incredibly unique or what she needs to be interested in it but that's what makes everything that follows that so incredible is like every everyone that touched that thing afterwards seems to have had a dog shit life (laughs) (laughs) yeah you could say that so like (laughs) and be accurate (laughs) it's weird like how we how do you how how could anyone account for like that kind of bad luck well just just to like point out though we're only hearing the tragedies in their lives. <laughs> like, if if you okay. told the story of your life, and they're really bad, so they are probably above average bad, for sure. But, like, if you told the story of your life by only telling the bad shit that happened in rapid yeah. succession, it would sound cursed. It would sound real bad. <laughs> yeah, like, this point. bad thing happened, and this bad thing happened, and this bad thing happened, and this bad thing happened. Yeah, You'd be like, you had a fucking dog shit life, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's a bias of limited information. It's definitely mm-hmm. like, uh, 
but a confirmation but some bias. of the shit that happened is incredibly bizarre and bad like i'm not downing that <laughs> at all it is ridiculous well yes i would say your kid gets hit by a car and then you're then you pick up the 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 opium again or whatever not the opium <laughs> the morphine, morphine. close close yeah. and then derivative like basically all of those things are like super tragic but they're not like impossible in like the course of a life you know like there's plenty of people who lose a kid and then you know become addicted to something and yeah. and then they're they get a divorce and then their daughter steals their boyfriend that's the one where that I'm one like... kind of takes a turn but all these things happen it's just usually maybe not to one person <laughs> also like in retelling it the way we retell it is like, and the diamond was right there when it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's not really, you know, it's like, and then, and then he went to the asylum because of the diamond. Like, right. Like he, he didn't have the diamond. Right. Like we, we anymore. kind of, we have a way of tying that thing all the way through the story. So it is kind of funny how, you know, causation kind of creeps its way in there. Yeah. Well, and that's what I kind of like about the story. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's got all this crazy. Like, yeah, it's fun to think of as a curse, right? Like, <laughs> it is. It's yeah. fun to think that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like am like full stop on believing. <laughs> you know what it makes me think of is there was this story for a while of like there was these like a like um these it was like a portrait of like a little boy that was like in England or whatever. It was like a, a house that had this portrait of this boy, and. The house caught fire and it was attributed to the boy. And then, like, you know, like, apparently this happened all over the place. Like, everywhere there was a picture of this little boy in this oh, house. Oh, no. It was like a thing that you would buy, you know? It was like a, just like a, like a, uh, I think piece I of wall art. This. Yeah, yeah, like something you could just find at a random store. Right. Like, and it's really widely produced. Well, that so. was, that was the explanation for that. It was like every house had this stupid picture in it because it was like so <laughs> widely available. So it's like, yeah, it seems like, oh, this image is cursed. Mm-hmm. But when you boil right. it down, it's like, well, yeah, the probability of something happening to someone with this thing is really high because so many people have this thing. Yeah, yeah have you guys ever Although heard of- not Sorry. that <laughs> not as many people have a hope diamond, so it doesn't <laughs> quite work. True. But everyone who had tra- Although it did fall into a lot of hands. The thing is it ev- did. everyone who suffered a tragedy had a thing that was with them the whole time, right? Yeah. So Yeah, they met their end after this diamond. like it yeah. this was insane what were you gonna say have you guys ever oh uh oh god i forget the name of this doll i think it might be charlie charlie <laughs> um i wait Charlie. sounds familiar but i can't think of wait, it wait not like what uh, okay i'm not sure if it's the name but there's like this cursed doll i think it's in florida and i think its name is charlie oh dude yeah no <laughs> yeah like <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't fucks with that. I don't, I don't. I don't need a reason to not fall asleep tonight. <laughs> sure, you do. <laughs> okay, so like a regular doll, like a. Well, it's said to do all this like creepy shit, like move and like 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 any haunted doll you've heard of. Sure, and it's kind of like the Hope Diamond. Like, um, at the owners, I think, um, you know, like tragedy befell them after having it and so they just like were like take this away from me <laughs> get this fucking doll out of my yeah. house <laughs> yeah it's crazy though i i can't remember if its name is charlie now it feels there's like also it. the doll that the story annabelle's about is in like 
a museum-ish situation yeah. that the Warrens owned or whatever. But, oh, right, right, right. Um, I was going to say something. Oh, we went to my friend Cam's apartment, Camothy. Camothy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they had... Gone to some store. I've decided this name was. I, she could remember I what Cam was short for. I remember what Cam was short for. I knew it wasn't Cameron. It's Camden. It, it's Camothy. But, but as I was telling Davis, I'm like, oh shit, what's his full name? Davis like Camothy, and so he's Camothy to us. I've latched onto this. Camothy knows this, so it's okay. I guess. But anyway, we're at Camothy's, and uh, oh, yeah. they went somewhere. I, I think Camothy listens. He might. Um, they they went to like a little shop where you would find a, a weird doll, and they they get this doll that they That's say it, horribly. Yeah, they say it's haunted, and so we were over there hanging out and he like grabs this to show me and we're like it's just there and so at some point i just i'm holding this doll and i hold it for a good like 10 minutes like i'm just like hanging out with this doll yeah and holding it affectionately and his brother comes in and he's like you need to fucking put that doll away like oh, this is too much don't like i don't like dolls where you tip them up and their eyes oh open. yeah it's it's one of the ones where its eyes move because oh it, my god you no. tip it and its uh, eyes open oh my god yeah, I'm like good on that. <laughs> I have a picture of it on my phone, but my phone my phone's upstairs. But I I'll try to find it for you. Well, let me tell you. In the interest of uh, putting a clean break up. on this episode, I want to say thank you for all of that really awesome information. It was on fantastic. The Hope you got it. I had no idea. I didn't even know. I okay. So afterwards, now that I th- think about it, I'm like, oh, I've heard the words the Hope Diamond. Yeah. No idea what it was. Uh-huh. No idea it was so uh, incredibly storied. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I'm not really is. sure what the con- what <laughs> context I had for it before, but I'm confident <laughs> I didn't know any of this. <laughs> I may have had the idea that it was cursed, maybe, but I didn't know any of this. Stuff. I love that the fantabulous Louis the Fourteenth was so opulent that he was like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm gonna let my the guy that cleans my floors know so, this." So I, I need you to milk the cows, care. but make sure you're wearing. Bring the diamond while you do it, or else the milk, it just doesn't taste the same. (laughs) Like, how goddamned rich do you have to be? Well, you have to be Louis XIV. Right. The richest possible. He was rich as hell. Le Bois de Sol. Ah, Louis. Oh, Louis. Baguette. (laughs) Um, Yes. Again, the French don't listen. Uh, they do not. I'm certain of it. Well, they will now. Why the hell would they? Because we said baguette. <laughs> um, so again, Drew, thank you very much for a very interesting episode. Oh, yeah, you got Did it. Did not see this coming. Um, Maybe you think we should consider curses more often. Well, if yeah, you're... we really should, actually. I'm yeah. surprised we haven't done more. If you're into uh, the diamond curses, yeah, I definitely have another one on deck. Mm. And it's that Delhi Purple Sapphire yeah, that well, I mentioned you, earlier. Hold on to it. Maybe you can come back for another would, episode. Would I you will. want to? Yeah, because that story is like almost even more insane. <laughs> the Delhi number nine on wheat. Oh, you're, <laughs> yes. you're holding back. <laughs> holding out on us. All right. Well, let's wrap this episode up. Thank you again. Yeah. Sweet. Um, thank you for listening to Goose Chase. Goose Chase. We will see you in uh, hopefully a week. 
with, an, with another episode unless we get lazy and don't want to do it and then we just won't i feel that i'm done promising it's gonna be I, a week I know. because it's, every time i say it so inconsistent uh, sorry guys we'll figure it out uh thank you again drew yes absolutely we i loved it you. i thought you were gonna go thank you christy <laughs> thank, thank you you christy. never thanked me on this show <laughs> and, yeah. thank you christy and thank you dave uh, next time i'll be disgusting roadhouse for the entire <laughs> we could I do will, we i could will do retell the entirety of roadhouse <laughs> all right so basically probably see you in a week with another goose chase goose chase Chase. <laughs> See you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Goose Chase Pod, and our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com. If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. Want to go on a goose chase? Ooh, yes. 